Okay, welcome to This Is Your After Show. This is a new a new after show that I'm doing with uh, Megan Strickland and Claire Favret, who interviewed me for the Reverse Aru. Oh, I'm Dave Marr, host of This Is Your Afterlife, <laughs> and 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 we're doing this silly thing um, to to post on Patreon and maybe occasionally in the the main feed of the podcast. But if you want to get these episodes you know as often as we upload them no promises go to <laughs> patreon.com slash dave mar and uh please don't laugh at my patreon web address claire but uh you know just giggling you guys can i, I was just kidding you got really serious as if <laughs> i was like i was laughing at as often as we'll give give them to you or whatever okay. exactly you said. Uh, yes. I would the, never now laugh you're at me backslash Dave Marr. <laughs> you're, now you're setting me up to do as many intros as you guys did in the reverse Impossible. Saru. No one could ever possibly <laughs> get to that so level funny. of intros. So Even someone we're, that so was we're purposely talk- trying to do like, oh, so many intros. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the episode with Lowe. Alan Sparhawk and Mimi Parker. Um, why don't mm. you say your names so people have a have a reference mm. for the the names, the voices? Um, I'm Megan Strickland. This is my voice, and, and I'm Claire, and this is my voice. <laughs> and by the I way, Megan, when I it. when I listened to the Reverse Aru, I gave you shit for not saying your last name, and you totally did say your last <gasps> name. Honestly, I heard that on the re-listen too, and I was like. Wow, I'm glad I was so agreeable in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I sound like a dickhead. I hate this guy. You know what? Like, but in your this. defense, I do. I do sort of swallow my last name. I'm like, I'm Megan. You know what I no, mean? No, <laughs> there's no defense. Honestly, I think what it really was is I was looking for ways to razz you like as quickly as possible. <laughs> And so I didn't, my ears, like, I went, like, <laughs> deaf to your last name just so I could be like, what did you do, Megan? Well, you know? I was already, yeah, because I was already slamming people out of the gate. Yeah. You need so to put me t- in so my place. You both listened to the low episode. Yeah, we, we downloaded the low and listened. <laughs> and Claire, you listened to the playlist that I made. Well, I th- I probably got about four songs deep, I'd say. Okay. Which is good was, for me. Good. Sure. Impossible was to low- listen to a song you've never heard. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave, you have that skill. You just can't stand it. That's not something you well, like to it's do. So, well, specific to your, to your, you know, to your newsletter, yeah. you always include a song that you like. That way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I will have this thing where I just like constantly play by like, I need to listen to like new music. Like, oh, come on, Megan. Like, listen to And then it's served up to me every week in your every week in your newsletter it's just like hey yeah. here's an opportunity to hear one song that a friend recommends and i like cannot bring myself to listen to a song i've never heard <laughs> i'm like no i'd rather listen to the song i've heard a mil i'd rather re-listen to this song that i've heard a thousand mm-hmm. times that's, that's so funny but so mm-hmm. but you were both not music. like familiar with low right no Okay. Which is not in a, in any it can't be an offense to low because I'm like barely familiar with like the Rolling Stones the Beatles I might be like no, it's no okay. there's no offense we're just <laughs> uh, and I I promise you they're not listening to the after show <laughs> can you imagine what you're is, like wait what did these people have to say hold on <laughs> what it, so what did you that's sold out I don't need 
I don't need to like run this. I feel like Claire, you took notes. Megan, it seemed like you had thoughts. Please yeah. like take this out of my hands. No, but you're just saying like, yeah, it. we all listen to the podcast and yeah. that's mm-hmm. and and that's kind of the down low. And now we're gonna now we're gonna debrief. Please yeah. stop with the low puns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited that I like can do do puns. I, I thought they were like not within my grasp, and I've just done a couple. Feels good. <laughs> Honestly, the first thing that came to the first the the big takeaway for me from mm-hmm. the low pot. Well, few few main takeaways. First of which was like you're all you all readily agreed that Christmas was the best holiday so easily. You disagree. Wrong. What is it? At least Mimi sort of was like, well, when you're a kid, when you're an adult, it's like not fun. Yeah, she did say when you're an adult, she could lose it, she could skip it. And I'm with her. I could skip it. Hashtag I'm That's what's your what's your what's yours? Thanksgiving. It's all the joys of Christmas, but without the gift giving. Ooh. You don't you don't agree, Claire. Friends, family. Ooh, skip. That's the one I could definitely skip. (laughs) It's too close. Pick one. Pick I'm okay. I would choose pick one, you know, not both. Mm. You're more of like we deserve one holiday per too much travel stress in the same quarter. Mm. It is mm. wild. They're wildly close together. Goof ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's an official goof ass situation. Oh, the yeah. airlines will be like, it's goof ass season. It's yeah, they love goof ass pricing. God, yeah. Look behind. Who's behind big Thanksgiving, big Christmas? Airlines. There, yeah. They're like, yeah, keep celebrating them. Don't look too deep. Don't question this. <laughs> That's what they say. You're like, aren't you supposed to tell us where the emergency exits are? And the stewardess yeah. is like, don't look too deep. <laughs> it's Hallmark holiday, more like American Airlines holiday. And say that. Yeah. No, obviously. I just think my Christmas thing is more about, I feel like it's such a contrarian stance, these people who, mm-hmm. I like Halloween, but this yeah. like, Halloween's my favorite holiday. It's just That's like, weird shut too. the fuck up, dude. That's weird too. Yeah. Okay. Well, didn't Big I mean virgin Halloween was mm-hmm. definitely my favorite holiday for a period of my life. For sure. I mean, I mean, it's fair. It's just like people who make Halloween's my favorite holiday the way that people make bacon is there is they love bacon. I feel like that's their personality. Like that's yeah, yeah. It, that's a little much for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Halloween's your favorite holiday, like be cool about it. Like, don't be, be such cool an evangelical yeah. weirdo about it. Yeah, and like, don't know. wear a costume. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Adults, I don't like when adults wear costumes. Actually, S- so says <laughs> adult comedian. I, I prefer to not appear in sketches in costume. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I liked so much. Well. That's something I appreciate about Second City is there's very few costumes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just have to wear dress clothes. Yes. Business casual comedy. That's how I like it. <laughs> I think now they're kind of changing that a little bit where you can maybe yeah. wear – or does, Some, is Second City of, still 
doing? I don't know. Comedy? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, we'll see. Um, okay. <laughs> I just get uncomfortable when adults get super into dressing up for Halloween. But mm. I realize that I'm probably in the minority. Like, I imagine that there's something fun about dressing up for many people. It's their chance to be. It's a goofass? To be a boofass? A goofass. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Could, I yeah. just think it's so sexy. <laughs> All the costumes are so sexy. <laughs> they get me so horny for how sexy they are. I forgot that is a big element of <laughs> It is really weird. I like mean, what? <laughs> Wait, thanks. Like it could just as well be Thanksgiving or Christmas or Fourth of July. Like why does why did like <laughs> Halloween become like sexy holiday? Just because it's like scary is also naughty in a different way or something. I yeah. think if you're horny enough, every holiday is horny. Yeah. Mm. Have you yeah. seen those big bow lingeries? <laughs> yes, certainly. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what I else? Was you, just looking you, thought, at this. you thought we went too deep into Chris. You thought too, yeah, yeah. too was readily just, agreed I on per- Christmas. I think that was my big emotional, my initial big emotional response. My other two, you know, big emotional responses, which we do or do not have to talk about, was I, I, fascinated by um, um, not Mimi, but the gentleman, Alan. Alan? Yeah, his, his like just kind of admission of having a mental break and i really <laughs> i really Claire's showing us the bow lingerie okay jesus christ not that it would be an admission or his just his talking about that but what fascinated me most about that is i i it was really neat to hear his perspective but mimi was so kind of allowing him that time to talk about that because he was answering but i really wanted to be like what was that like for you as his yeah partner? right 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 and, mm-hmm. and i was just like desperate to know that so i failed there no <laughs> no i'm not criticizing you as an interviewer you're a perfect <laughs> interviewer <laughs> yes what's I your mean, other what's your other big thing though i think we should throw all the big thoughts out into the soup and then, and then can, decide yeah yeah um and then my other big one was her talking about like um you know you have kids and you basically the you're just fear you're fearsome and worried basically for the rest of your life for that life mm-hmm. and how it's, it's, there's so much joy. There's so much joy. She wouldn't give it up for anything, but yeah, there's also this fear. That's all she, she, she doesn't like having that. And um, I feel like I'm very aware that that would be how I would be. And I just, it's so unappealing. And I also feel like even the way my suspicion is that male parents don't carry as much of that fear and anxiety and worry. Sure, you sure. even heard her husband being like, what do you, or her partner, I'm not sure, but being like, what do you mean? No it's husband. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Being like, um, come on. Like what kind of like, what are you talking about a little bit? And it's like, <laughs> that's what makes it worse for me is like also imagining, like thinking about having a child and then being like, I'm going to be worried and fearful for the rest of my life. And then also I might be the more worried and feel fearful Ugh, one or like alone with the worry yeah. yes and then it's like oh then you have to be like more because then you're like more in charge somehow or like mm. the most worried and having that not feel like who i really am but knowing i will change and being like yeah i don't want to be like don't ride the go-kart you know but that's what you're gonna be you know i want to be pro go-kart or whatever 
But then you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be pro go-kart because I'm just going to be like, well, if my kid loses his head, you know, I'm going to, I can't, you know, yeah. is this making any sense? Those are my Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing it reminds me of is Hope, my partner, will talk about like, um, I don't know, just like basic stuff like around the house, you know, like, I hate that this is true, but like, you know, we fall into the sort of like cliche narrative of like me being less invested in upkeep of the home than she <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. And so it's like, she'll be like, I'm not even like psycho about dishes or something. <laughs> I just hate feeling like I'm like, it's yes. my, like, like I ha- like I, now I also have to like, you know, for lack of a better word that she's never really said, like babysit to like, yes. yeah, that, that, but to do that with like, Keeping someone alive is like the ultimate. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that just seems bad. That was a that was a, one of my huge takeaways. I wrote that one. Down. Oh, really? Yes. The like, I was I you're never free. Colon my biggest kid fear because she said you're never free. Like, yeah. and I really like believe that like in the good and worst, the all the best ways and all the worst ways. Like, it's you're now. And like I, Dave, you even asked like you're like, is there something kind of like fearful or right. like about that love? And like I was like, is it kind of unrequited? Like I feel like mm. when you have a kid, it's always forever. Like you will love them more, like, and wow. they'll never know the depth and the intensity. Like and like I think like I, as a kid, I love my parents, but like it's always. I don't know. Maybe I'm like coming at it from like a like they're too cool and they go to school and they don't want to talk to you or they're an adult and they forget to call you. But like I'm like, oh, like, ow, like that already pre hurts. (laughs) That's so funny. I just talked to my parents earlier today and my dad was like, just calling to check in and, uh, you know, and they've been like traveling a lot. So, I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm not great at calling anyway, but I, that was my excuse was like, they're traveling a lot. They seem busy visiting with fam, other family and stuff. And, and he was like, you know, we, we haven't heard from you in a while. So, uh, you know, you haven't called us and I, and I wanted to be like, phone. Works uh, yeah. We, neither of us have heard from each other. <laughs> That's not like a, one of us is dropping the ball situation, you know? But now that you say that, Claire, I'm like, well, I guess it kind of is like if you're like, oh, I love this (laughs) 37 year old man in Chicago who can't (laughs) do dishes. Like it is on me to like, yeah, damn, that's it is like sometimes it's hard to be like, oh, I am so obsessed with me, (laughs) but it is like that. Like it is like they're like. Unfortunately, I cooked you in my DNA cooker, and so now I'm addicted to you. I'm addicted to your face. I'm addicted to your voice. I'm addicted to like knowing the little things. Like, like my parents, like we logged onto Twitch to see some of the secret sandwich show. Okay, guys, honestly, they're addicted to us. I'm now like, (laughs) my parents hate me. Like, I don't feel that. I feel like – I almost feel like, oh, maybe <laughs> uh, – no shade. I just like – that's not my – our relationship. I but aren't you there feeding there? You're I, feeding I do like sort of addiction. like live with them right now. But but <laughs> due to some decisions I've made and sort of some gambling um, debts. No, no, no. Um, 
if no, you think but- of com- a comedy career as a gamble, then <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> made a big gamble ten years ago, not paying off. Um, okay, I, everything is fine. I have my own apartment. I pay for it. Uh, I just don't live in it. I just- <laughs> simply, uh, no. I I mean, I just like don't actually. Maybe it's, I don't really feel like they're that obsessed or something. I don't know. That's okay. I think that's okay. I mean, Maybe Claire, are. what are your other big? What's your notes? I feel like you had so many notes in this note. I have a. I'm a big note kid. Okay, for <laughs> I was struck by what a unit they are. Like I think it would be a lot to be married and be a creative oh partner with someone. God, I know. And also be parent partners in parenting. Like I think like being married and being partners in parenting, and it's like oh we we are coworkers and creative collaborators. Like, and I'm like I wonder like yeah I feel like they just are like. They seem like they're good at having it out when they need to have it out. And they're mm-hmm. pretty real with each other. And I respect that. And what's crazy is that, I mean, I'm a big fan. And mm-hmm. so in addition to all the things you said, the last year they were together, all mm-hmm. just like all of us were with whoever we live with 24 seven. And we, amidst all of those things, they release what to me is either their best or their second best record mm. after almost wow. 30 years as a band. That's fucking, that's crazy to me, you know? There's still more to say. Still that's- more to say, or there's a steadiness there somewhere that allows them to like cut through the bullshit, you know, like an open channel when they get yeah. into that space or something. Yeah. I would love to just see like breakdown of their day. Yeah. I I always want that breakdown of day, breakdown of finances. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, dude! I never. That's the next podcast. These are your finances. These are these are your finances. Literally, every comedian who gets cast in something in some big every like top ten comics to watch list, every JFL, every SNL casting. I'm gonna interview all those people and be like, "Where is it coming from?" Let's. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. No and it's going to be agree. aggressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want, and I'm checking all this. I need passwords. I need a bank. <laughs> I need routing numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm verifying. My team is verifying. Well, that's mm. what no one talks about. And we all should talk about, right? Is money. Yes. In more. order to make the world a more equitable place. No, I, I, I totally agree. Thousand and some change. You make 50,000 some change. Mm-hmm. I made. 30, 30,000 last year, <laughs> about, about 10 of it came from unemployment and about 10 of it came from my parents. Dang, that's pretty, that doesn't add up to 30 though. Uh, there's some, well, I had oh, another 10 stuff. that was random things. Gigs. Well, I work about 60 hours a week at my job and I'm, I'm the one that, and I make $70,000 a year. Yes. Oh, You're New Yorker. 60. Hours a week? I don't know. I Is work that real? Hours. I, yeah. I think. Well, I make seventy two. So hell yes. And oh um, uh, well, that makes up for the extra twenty hours a week. But I do work <laughs> a lot of hours. Okay, Claire. Good. What other notes do you have? <laughs> Financial transparency starts right here. On this is your afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Um. I honestly was like, we all need to talk about money, and then it was like so uncomfortable for me to talk about money. <laughs> it is. It is. I was I, like, I, I do not want to talk about this. It's yeah, good. Because I feel good. bad because I make too. I feel like I make. 
But in truly, like a normal in my opinion, amount. 70 in New York is like 40 it's, in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Also, exactly. you shouldn't have to apologize for making 70 grand, like, period. Like, <laughs> living, living weight. Sorry. Yeah. That's like <laughs> what everyone should make. Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Claire, what are <laughs> your other notes? Um, 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 um. Okay. Um, I Googled this. You know, oh, wait, no, I'm skipping past this one. I, I don't think this is that interesting. But I, blah, blah, blah. They're like, their grapple, you're all together. The way you grappled with forgiveness and accountability is like mm-hmm. something I think about probably daily is like hurt people hurt people, right? So right. everyone who causes you pain is probably in some form of pain or they're it's coming from some pattern they're acting out of or whatever. It's like, and they're like, in real time, like, okay, like when the afterlife is like, then people who did something wrong will feel that they did something wrong. And the people who had something wrong done to them will feel better and they get to forgive them. But it's like good forgiving, not the force kind of for. And I'm like, yes, like this is like, I think like this like goes like to like when I like start spinning out about a world without prisons, like it's like, what does it, and it's so hard. It's so hard because I think like from the day, you're born our culture is like very like punishment and crime and like good is rewarded and bad is punished and it's like okay what what does it look like if we don't use punishment and we do other forms of accountability which i literally don't i I say other forms and i have no idea what that looks like and like how do you know when someone is being accounted for and like i definitely am a huge fan of forgiveness but i'm also like not a fan of forgiving before you're ready like i have felt really Mm. good from forgiving someone like and i definitely am a big believer in like resenting someone as like what is it taking a poison pill and expecting them to die like it's like only hurting you to hold on to resentment but also like i think it's really annoying in like what like um what's that like so sugary sweet like that kind of false kindness mm-hmm. to be like forgive them forgive them now like that you don't right. want to do it too soon before it feels right anyways i just their real time trying to figure out what that would look like was is like definitely something i struggle with all the time no this is like abolition mm. for me mm-hmm. like this is like what i i mean that's why like that's and to, to me the thing that's important to talk about in abolition literally for me, not like for that everyone needs to talk about is like the fact that like, yeah, I am a very resentful or can be a very resentful person. I also think resentments are like pretty funny. You know what I mean? The fact that you (laughs) can like, the fact that you can like look at someone's like clothes and be like, fuck that person is like hilarious to me. You know what I mean? Like that's like a psychotic thing that is like a real relatable thing, you know? So I, so I worry a little bit like, I don't have the like, oh, if I get mentally healthy, if I'm not depressed, I'll be a bad comedian. But I do honestly worry about becoming less resentful and being mm. a worse, being less funny as a result. But I think that's I think that's bogus on my part. But I do think a lot about mm. like so when like sometimes you heard Mimi be like She was working like, through it. I don't care about those people. Let them, you know, rot or like, yeah, um, whatever. But then there were other times where they were like, well, but you, you create the, like, I I had this vision of them. It seemed like they were like, I don't know that much about like 
Mormon stuff, but like, it seems like maybe there's a vision of the afterlife where everyone's in the same place, but it's hell for some people and heaven for other people because oh, wow. of their inner experience. That was like the sense that I got. And I definitely, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think about these, like, it, it's really interesting to me. Someone wrote an article about like, uh, yes, I'm an abolitionist and a part of me wants to send the people who stormed the Capitol to jail. Mm-hmm. And like, and just to be like, yo, this goes against my belief. Mm-hmm. Or like when Derek Chauvin got convicted, I was talking to a bunch of people, abolitionists, who would be like, well, I shouldn't be happy about that. And it's like, wow. Okay, but also, or like very no, I No, I would say like a big part about abolition is like we're putting the people with the least amount of power behind behind bars, right? Or it's like, honestly, prison is like just really for like the poorest and most disadvantaged among us. So to be like, oh, I want this powerful person that has misused power to be held accountable, that feels very different. And that seems like it could co- coexist with abolition. Unless abolition uh, definition I, is just not like, with my vision okay, okay. <laughs> of abo- abolition, because because here's the thing is like that's what fucks me up about like the Derek Chauvin stuff is like oh is he being he's being held accountable by the justice system like that's what's so we're cons- mm. this thing that we call like yeah. unjust and like systematically problem problematic. Oh, all of a sudden when it's applied to this guy, now we're getting justice. It's like, no, you can't have both, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but, but to me, it? the point oh. being just that like acknowledging the emotional experience and your belief system you're working toward, I mean, that's like my whole life is just like, hey, I'm like imperfect and shitty and feel this way, but I like want to be this like more enlightened person, like I'm struggling to to get there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I think is like you you get mad at people for doing something wrong or something. But then to me, the minute I see anyone being punished, I'm like, no, no, but don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm mad. They did something yeah. bad, but don't punish him. Don't punish anybody. Like, let's just, you know, like it, it's like, <laughs> but it's like almost I only feel bad for it's like, I won't, you have to, <laughs> it, it requires someone like threatening, threatening to punish them for that empathy to turn on or something. It's like, oh wait, no, no, don't go that far. I mean, actually, sure, I think that sure, sure, sure. I do actually just kind of, I, I always like see everyone as sort of also, wait, this is like the privilege of like not having a, someone I love murdered or something, but you just kind mm, of, right, right. you just like feel bad for people that sort of do these bad things kind of right yeah. a little bit you're like oh god what was their life like or whatever yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if that's what we're talking about but it more <laughs> and it was what we're talking I mean, just about. like sort of dumbed down but what you guys were saying that was no of- no no i think we're like we've got probably like five minutes ish to go i'm so wondering do, do you song? <laughs> Yeah, let's you start, Megan. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I can't. Sing. But I'm wondering if you. Um, 
I don't know. Is there anything about this first after show that it, how how's it going? How has it felt? <laughs> is there anything missing from it that we that we need to do? Well, should we do like an after after show to where we sort of talk about <laughs> how the, this show went? <laughs> oh my god. What if that just becomes our life's work is I started this podcast and then we turn, we're like 95, like recording the after, 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 just infinite after. Oh, wow. Wait, is this, is this a good closer? This might be too much, but do you, if, okay, let's say low is right about the afterlife. Do you accept or reject their afterlife? Mm, or okay. like, do you okay. do you do you agree to die in the world that Lo created? <laughs> well, I oh, or live forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll choose live. For- no, actually, no, thanks. Um, I guess I'm kind of like to me. I the most I remember in their discussion of their afterlife was sort of the rumination of forgiveness and whether or yeah. not. And mm-hmm. I was like, a, it was just like I fascinated that they thought about that. Like that mm-hmm. was such a cool. You know, you like describe your heaven, and I'm just like, okay, there's like tons of like ice cream machines or whatever, you know. But like, <laughs> no. they were just like wrestling with stuff that I, mm-hmm. I never thought about. They were actually thinking about it not individually. I think they were thinking mm-hmm. about it like population wise, like how do we reckon with people that have wronged one another, maybe coexisting in this afterlife? And and I was like, oh, I like that's so community minded or something or that's just like a bigger way to think about it which i was like wow cool that's good <laughs> i i do think now i'm like oh i i only i only like imagine like afterlife and it's like this little individual soul where do you go what do you do or not soul or whatever right right energy. right and they mm-hmm. were just like they they must it must be maybe a mormon thing i think you clicked on it or something or like maybe not it's just that. well i think it's the a thing of being like heavy people in who like think mm. about this stuff all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll go to their place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go. I, I'll go. Cause I want to like, uh, I want to, I want to get, but I want to like figure out what I still need to forgive and be forgiven for. And then, and then I can like work through that. So that, that sounds I would okay. Too. Yeah. 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 I want to okay. see it. All right. Well, your afterlife wins. This your afterlife, your after show is just about like judging people's perception of the afterlife and whether or not <laughs> yeah. we go. Yeah, was this <laughs> fucked up or was this cool? <laughs> Claire, I feel like you had a lot of thoughts. Is there other stuff that we that we got right or wrong that we or, or, or things we that we really no, I, talked about? most of this notes okay i love the indelible image of walking into the dark woods i thought that was beautiful yeah wow indelible. Yeah. indelible. i'm gonna write down that word and look it up later i'll be on the lookout <laughs> you do have access to my google search <laughs> <laughs> i'll be on the lookout for you tweeting using that oh. word in the next few weeks <laughs> oh my I'm feeling god pretty indelible today you might walk into the woods <laughs> Using it wrong, clearly I never looked it up. Well, uh, this was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything? Any? Any final final thoughts to what say? What about you, Dave? What? What about me? Did you have any final thoughts or like you know? 
No, man. I just wanted to, I didn't want to do much work for this. I wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to, uh, see, see what you two had and then just kind of go along for the ride and be the, um, like wet blanket when you guys were funny. <laughs> Hope. Hope <laughs> what does that mean? Hope, Hope walked behind me. <laughs> it, it means that it's time to eat and watch more Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> Yay. Um, yeah, this is, this is really fun. Yay! I loved it so much. You feel I, good? I like. I love. Yes. It. Okay. Um. I guess we'll say. I mean, this is my dream to talk back to every podcast. It's what I do when I'm in the car by myself. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Me too. Well, also, everyone does that, right? Yeah. What's your outro, Strickland? Give give us an outro and plug the Patreon at the same time. After your afterlife, we encourage you. This is your. This has been. This has been the afterlife. What in the is the name of this podcast? <laughs> This is your after show. This is your after show. <laughs> and what are you going to do after the show? Maybe have a nice, hope you have a great time. Thanks for, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And don't forget to go to the Patreon and sign. And if you're listening to this, you probably are on the Patreon. So keep, thank you. Well, for this one, it'll be on the main feed. Oh. <laughs> so maybe give them the URL. So go ahead and head to davemar.com forward slash Patreon. Oh my <laughs> maybe god, even that's not it. <laughs> this, is, this is not even. This is <laughs> go, go to www.meganstrickland.com. Megan is spelled M E A G H A N. Turns out my personal calendar is sort of on there, so you can see kind of when my friends' birthdays are. That's mostly what's going on. On my website right now.